0: Jazz Heads Radio, brought to you in conjunction with Wakefield Jazz, a lovely little jazz club in New Yorkshire.
1: Hello, and welcome to episode 28 of Jazz Heads. So are you are ready for some more? A name to watch out for in the future, then, is saxophonist and composer Emma Johnson. She spent the last couple of years creating her debut album for her band, Emma Johnson's Gravy Boat. And like all great composers, Emma has the ability to make her music personal, and create works that are full of intimacy, feeling and passion. I can highly recommend the new album, which is available from Emma's website, johnsonmusic.co.uk, along with some very exciting merchandise. I chatted to Emma just before the first gig of a UK tour, so stay tuned to hear more about the album and her life as a musician. That's looking it, forward to, talking to you tonight. I'm uh, thoroughly looking forward to hearing your band as well. It's, it sounds great. Sound check sounds wicked.
2: Oh thank you. Well we're we're really excited to play it. Obviously yeah. it's the the first night of the tour, so oh, brilliant. Um, we're really looking forward to it. Oh we're uh, honoured. Yeah, am just uh, excited to get to finally play, you know, the the album yeah. uh, kind of live. Um and, uh,
1: yeah. How hope. was the album now? Did you it write it before record it before yeah. lockdown?
2: Uh, it so. was kind of a, a a long process really. We were meant to be recorded in April twenty twenty. So I wrote it all before that. Um, There was there there were various hurdles. um, A house flood and various stresses, and then obviously we all know what kind of happened next. Yeah, the less said about that, the better. Yeah, so the recording ended up being pushed back pretty much exactly a year. Um, So um, we recorded in April 2021, and it was released uh, in July. So we did a couple of like launch shows then, um, but uh, the kind of the the kind of bulk of the tour is, is now.
1: How did you um, come up with the name Gravy Boat? It's obviously it's a very northern northern thing and you've bought a, your merchandise Gravy Boats with you tonight as well.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, I'm glad that I finally got, got, to, uh, got to make them. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it feels quite fitting. Um, like, to be honest, it, it, we kind of, I kind of stumbled across it um, totally, accidentally. I'd written some music and I had my first a gig, uh, I suppose, with with a band and some friends. Um, I think I was sitting in the living room at the time, and I was I can't think of a band name. And they were just saying loads of ridiculous <laughs> stuff, to be honest. Like loads of sax, yeah. kind of saxophone puns, and just terrible, terrible things. Yeah. And one of them was like, "Oh, what about gravy boat?" And uh, I kind of, you know, that's not that bad. And they were like, "Ha ha ha!" You know, just kidding, just kidding. I said, "Well, if I if we haven't come up." With anything better by the gig, then that's what it's going to be. It's going to stick. Um, we need something um, to
1: put on the album cover. Yeah, so.
2: totally. And over time, you know, I think we've grown into it. Like, obviously, I am super northern. Uh, I'm from Lancashire. I live in Yorkshire. Um, the band, we're all, you know, we're all uh, kind of here. Mm. And um, I don't know, gravy, I think, is quite comforting and warm. Very, and, you know, yeah. all those nice things. Yeah. So I think it kind of sums us up quite well.
1: It makes a good dinner. A For true. sure. Yeah, as, yeah. So, as
2: much as people think, I think it's quite funny. I think, I think it's alright. That's <laughs> yeah.
1: not a bad thing. Yeah, for sure. And you've bought some great merchandise as well tonight. I saw the, the sort of colouring book that you put together. Is that sort of with, with kids in mind? Is that something you sort of explore a little bit in your gigs? Yeah, sort of well. Um,
2: and... To be honest, uh, when we were uh, looking to record the album initially, uh, we got some um, amazing uh, funding from the Peter Whittingham Award, which kind of uh, funded the recording of the album. But, in terms of like the the printing of it and the, the promotion of it, we, we launched a Kickstarter um, to try and, I suppose like get um, you know introduce a few new people to the band and, and that sort of thing. And so I was kind of scratching my head about like what kind of rewards we could offer um, for that, and uh, so that, that's where the Gravy Book came from. Right. And then the colouring book, to be honest, obviously we were, we were kind of in lockdown. I was thinking about quite a few of my friends now have, um, you know, have small children and probably would want to listen to the album, but maybe wouldn't have an hour of, you know, unbothered, un-kind of, um, I
3: don't know. Uh, um, as a parent yeah. myself, I know
1: exactly what you mean, because finding time to actually sort of listen to a whole album during the day when I'm with my daughter is not straightforward. But if you've got a coloring book to go along with that album then that's a, a total game changer it's that's what idea. i thought and then yeah, also really nice. you know
2: for these for the for um people like uh, to be able to listen to this music and enjoy it maybe with with their mm. kids yeah. rather than it being a totally separate yeah. thing obviously there needs to be um there needs to be ways for young people to get into jazz and um, and watch, you know i think it's quite accessible music it's quite friendly and i've basically just made this coloring book which talks through each track it introduces each member of the band it talks about like the yeah, different yeah. themes of the songs and stuff in in hopefully a way that 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 could you know introduce um, yeah. young people into it in a way that they might enjoy so
1: all oh, right it's brilliant i've never seen anything like it before and um, i'll probably buy one for my little girl tonight i think cause it's a good early a christmas king. present. Well, See, i get a jazz album out you're of it, more so than welcome does. to <laughs> you're more than welcome
3: to a copy of it.
1: How did you get into jazz? Is that something that you've always done? Did you sort of fall into it by accident?
2: I've, yeah, I think like most people, it was a bit of a fall. Um, I'm not, I, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Um, I think a lot of people do seem to stumble on it rather than Mm -hmm. necessarily choose it Um, I played the clarinet to start with uh, to be honest and about halfway into my kind of high school education my music teacher at the time was like oh there's too many clarinets in the swing band play this and kind of threw a saxophone at me and then I guess it just started from there so um, yeah then I kind of didn't really play the clarinet again for a bit and, and played the saxophone and as I kind of uh, progressed, uh, I went to Sixth Form College. I had a great sax teacher there, Joe McCallum, who kind of introduced me to all this uh, great music, which I'll chat about a little bit later, I think.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, and yeah, then I, I guess I was kind of I was kind of sold. Um, I found out that there were, th- it was a thing that you could study jazz music, which I, I didn't know it's about. An exciting and, time, uh, isn't it? Yeah, and that, the world
1: um, opens up to you a little bit. I suppose
2: yeah. that was it. Yeah.
1: You've written everything yourself for this album. Is it all yours, or is it more of a collaborative process with the band?
2: Uh, yeah, um, all all the music is my own. Um, to be honest, I, I've always like um, I I personally like would quite like to hear another sax player play my songs. Sure. I don't feel like I play them very well myself. Um, it's the writing bit really that I started the band for. Um, I really lo- mm. love writing music and i 'm um, hoping to do quite like a uh, t- to do some some different projects kind of starting from next year
3: um,
2: but yeah it 's been h- exciting, uh, maybe a little bit overwhelming um, to get the opportunity to write like my kind of first um, body of work I, I suppose and um, one of the things that I really love about about this band in particular is um, all the guys are so phenomenally talented and i 'll say this time and time again they 're incredible musicians in their own right some of the music isn 't Particularly complex. Some of it is. They swear at me for it a bit. Um, but you know, there'll be like a piano intro, which I've written myself, and I, I'm not a great pianist, you know. And Rich will turn up, and he'll just play exactly the right thing. Um, he'll play some of the stuff that I've written, and some brings some of himself into it. But it's always just like, just absolutely the the right musical choice, or I, I feel like it is. Brilliant. So it's really like, it's humbling, really, to to to, to, to get to. Get in a room with these great guys and for them to like, um, kind of, yeah, play my tunes in, 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 in such a lovely way.
1: It's nice to have that sort of security that the people you're writing for and working with will sort of respect your own work yeah.
2: Totally, and, and just that they, they just add push. so much to it, you know sure. I said that like they are my compositions but they wouldn't, they wouldn't be anything without us getting in a room and them saying well, what about this, and let's shift that around a bit and all that kind of thing, so yeah. they deserve just as much uh, credit as me, really
1: Let's uh, move on to your tracks then, Emma. What have you bought for us tonight?
2: Sure I think So uh, the first track that I've chosen, uh, which I think is like something from influence. my... Uh, yeah, yeah, my early... Uh, early years. Um, As I was chatting about before when I first went to sixth form college and um, like really first had like one-to-one lessons in kind of jazz improv um, I ended up learning a load of different transcriptions from like Stan Getz, Hank Mobley, Sonny Rollins uh, and this track that I've chosen uh, which is called Cheesecake uh, by Dexter Gordon it's the first uh, track from uh, his album *Go*, and I just think—I um, don't know—it it really captivated me. Um, just in terms of like the whole composition, everything about it. Mm-hmm. It's the only original track on that um, on that album, and yeah, I just—I um, think it's a masterpiece. It's something that I come back to time and time again. Bye. <laughs> oh, The artist that I've chosen um, is actually a, a friend and collaborator of mine. Uh, she's called Nishla Smith, and she's just released uh, her debut album on Whirlwind Records. Um, she was playing in Leeds a couple of
1: weeks ago, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. for
2: sure. Um, she's, she's just about to finish uh, her album tour, actually. And we share um, a piano player, so Rich, Richard Jones plays in uh, her quintet as well. Um, she's just released a debut album, which is called Friends with Monsters. And for me, her songwriting is just incredible. Um, I've been really uh, lucky to get to play um, some music and we've done some writing together. And she was on a single of mine that I released in 2020, which is called Where Were You Hiding? Um, and, yeah, just everything about the way that she writes, her voice, um, and as a, as a person, she's lovely. So uh, I would definitely recommend checking that album out. And the song that I've chosen from it is... Um, it's called Julian, and it's such... Uh, a beautiful heartbreaking song Mm. Um, it's incredible there's like a a trumpet and piano introduction which just weaves this kind of magical spell and then the whole song is just um, I think it's perfect
0: someone I believed in I perceived as real our little face but he be ashamed I will proudly speak on
2: Against my nature <laughs> to want to put one of my own songs in any any list like this, um, but um, I guess like I, I I am really proud of the album, um, good. worry not that we've yeah. released. Uh, I've said earlier in this that ideally I would have a different sax player playing it, and I stand by that. <laughs> I'm totally cool. Don't undersell that. yourself. No, it's good. Um, I, I, it's I'm you know I'm excited to to for the next thing that I can record and and release but Mm -hmm. um, there are a couple of tunes on the album that are dear to me Um, I guess the first one is Vertical Planes which is the first song that I ever wrote for the Quintet Um, but the one I've chosen is um, called Hold Me Tight and there's a kind of slightly sentimental story uh, behind it which is, uh, so essentially we won the Peter Whittingham Award um, and it, it Uh, To record the album and it was um, a dream come true really that we would be able to make the record that I had in mind and the night that I was going down to London um, as part of the Jazz Festival actually to to collect the award um, our house flooded so a fixture broke in our bathroom essentially and the whole downstairs was just underwater, it was rubbish Um, so I kind of everyone was in our house and we kind of saving as much stuff as we Could. Yeah, and then in yeah, the middle of the night, yeah. I drove down to London, ready to be there for the next day with my mum, who kept nudging me, keeping me awake, and she just wanted to be there for this moment. But obviously, at the time, the, I just wanted to be at home. It was really, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah one of those kind of mixed feelings. Um, and so after that, um, I kind of came home and um, had a hectic December, as I suppose most musicians do. So in January, I was kind of sitting down to try and write the album or write some of the album and our house was a mess we had a builder who really made more problems than he fixed Um, I hope (laughs) he doesn't listen to this I'm sure he won't I could always cut that bit out (laughs) yeah it's cool it's cool Um, and the house was all damp and kind of cold and didn't have a bathroom for like a month and a lot of my working process is just having a lot of cups of tea so there was a bit of a problem anyway so uh, it got to a point where I just didn't see how I was going to finish i didn't see how i was going to be able to write this music and i had in mind obviously i wanted this album to be something good and that i was proud of and it, i kind of just got to the point where i didn't see how i was going to write the music in time for us rehearsing and then recording it and obviously with the power of hindsight it didn't matter i had a whole <laughs> extra year, a year to write to the songs um but at the time it was really a lot and i remember going downstairs um and Kind of in floods of tears, and just I was just completely overwhelmed, you know, and everything that like, hits you in that certain moment. Um, and my partner sat me down, brought me a cup of tea, gave me a big hug, and just said, "Right, just t- like tell me about it, and just let it all out." And then the big question was, "What do you need? Like, where can we start?" So a load of the stuff that we'd moved out of. The water was in in the little kind of study where I write. So we cleared all that out and just made it so I could get in there and it was like a bit more functional. And uh, really just made a bit of a plan, took some weight off my shoulders so that I could maybe do it. And the next day I wrote that song uh, in full. Um, And it's kind of, it's short and it's sweet and there's not it's probably not super jazzy. Um, But yeah, it means a lot to me and, and I'm proud of it. Obviously in lockdown for so long I ended up commissioning an, an animation um, by an artist called Jolene Matricu um, so there's this animation that goes along with it which is kind of this like, dream-like um, version of events, if you will um, of the song so you can find that on YouTube um, after you've Check enjoyed the show yes. Like and subscribe right? It's pretty good All those <laughs> things, yeah
1: Thank you so much, Emma It's been lovely chatting with you tonight A pleasure um, Can't wait to hear the whole gig as well Well, thank really you so exciting. much for having
2: me Okay. and um, yeah we, we can't wait to play um, so yeah Enjoy cheers it
1: good luck with the future as well thank you This track, Hold Me Tight, is taken from the debut album, Worry Not, by Emma Johnson's Gravy Boat. Check out the beautiful animation created for the track at johnsonmusic.co.uk, where you'll also find plenty of other music and info for Emma's other projects. Tracks you've heard today have also been Cheesecake by Dexter Gordon and Julian by Nishla Smith. Make sure you search Wakefield Jazz on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our mailing list for gigs and updates. I'll be back soon with another Jazz Heads. See you then!